in the heart of Georgia's financial district, Kennesaw, Georgia. This is Money Talks. He said there ain't no rest for the wicked. Money don't grow on We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon with Shauna Theriault and Juliana Barba Giletta. That works. Gelata. There we go. Man, I, I thought I had it nailed. I get it the first time and don't the second. <laughs> All right. Uh, without further ado, Kelly Lynn, tell All us right. what we're doing. Estate planning here. I've got two people who, uh, Shauna and Juliana, both, you know, have a little soft spot in their heart for estate planning. While they're not lawyers, there is a lot of, like, behind the scenes, like, financial planning that has to go into this, right? Absolutely. Yes. All right. So our situation, Neil and Claire, um, both have children from a previous marriage. They also have two children together. So a lot of kids to worry about. Claire has a primary custody of her oldest daughter. Uh, her first husband is deceased. Neil's sons are adults uh, with the younger one still living with his ex. So, um, again, kind of a complicated second family. I mean, that happens. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot. Let's see. Da-da. Family lives in Neil's house uh, that he had before he married Claire, so she's not on the mortgage. Very interesting. Um, boys, the boys, uh, Neil's sons, are still on his health insurance. They're younger than twenty six, so they're you know might be adults, but they're still on the payroll yeah. essentially. Um, but Neil turned fifty this year, and they want to start estate planning. Yeah, they need to provide for his boys. His his kids with Claire and where does Claire's daughter fit in? Oh, yeah. And, that, and that's really, you know, what Juliana and I do in our department. You know, we look at the balance sheet and we say, OK, we like it to have, you know, look at a one page. Here's where the house is. How is it titled? Here's how the assets are titled. What are you solving for? What do you want to leave to your new spouse? Um, what do you want to leave to the kids? From, you know, it's kind of mm-hmm. I don't want to say divvying it out. There are options where you can create things in trust mm-hmm. where it's like, OK, I can give, you you know, my wife, um, you know, my second wife or she give her second husband, however, you know, mm-hmm. um, leave to each other sort of a life estate saying, OK, you can use this during your lifetime. And then when you pass, it gets split this ways between the heirs. So there are ways to structure that where it's beneficial for all. OK, exactly. But the beginning, you know, it really the most important thing is you have to figure out what you want to do we can create a plan we can create a trust that has all the provisions to you know cover all those nooks and crannies but you have to figure out what you want to do what do you want to leave to what child and you know we can guide you in making that decision in the sense of you know the kids that are older the kids that are younger who's you know so you can do life gifts while they're alive um, you know during your lifetime and but the most important part is the intent what are you trying to do for each child and then look at it i don't know exactly Mm -hmm. then you know and then look at us to make sure that you know your wife is agrees or spouse Mm -hmm. yeah and is taken care of or spouse husband or wife or whomever um has enough to live off of because one of the and then and then titling and things change over time so what i mean by that is let's say you're taking 
IRA assets out because you have required minimum distributions and maybe that is an account that you, you know, left to whomever via beneficiary. Well, over time, that balance is going to change, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're making distributions starting at age 72 or earlier if you need the money from there for spending. But, you know, you're making distributions. So that beneficiary is going to get a different amount. So understanding. So this is an ever evolving plan as well. Um, So it's not just set it and forget it. We just need to make sure that the titling and the moving parts still work. Mm -hmm. Um, So many times we have individuals come in and it's like, well, you know, we we do have a second marriage and I want to make sure some of my assets are left to my children from previous marriage and it's everything's titled jointly. And it's like, okay, well then your surviving spouse or the surviving tenant is going to get all of those assets or that beneficiary that you named and they could decide to not leave anything to your your children from a previous marriage. So not that anybody's trying to do anything harmful. We just want to make sure that whatever your intent is, as Juliana said, it's written out. Okay. Well, and and that's a great point, Shauna, because you do realize that a divorce or a remarriage, none of those things change a will. And if your right. will is still intact, you, you have to go talk to somebody. So, uh, you know, it's uh, the the biggest thing I think here is quite a reminder. Yes. If you've had a life event that might have changed your wishes with your assets, you probably ought to talk to somebody about it. Absolutely. Definitely. In order to uh, answer those kind of questions, we actually, you can talk to Shauna or Juliana, mm-hmm. and uh, you can reach us at 770-429-9166. Just call, ask for Juliana or Shauna, and uh, they will be happy to help you with those things. Um Kelly Lynn, do you have other I did. Uh, well, I guess I'm, this is what I'm thinking. Like when you're working with the clients, I mean, do you talk about prenups or postnups? I mean, do those even work? Like when, I mean, I know, again, I know you're not lawyers, but, you know, is that something that like, you know, somebody comes in and they're like, oh, it's okay. I got a prenup, you know, and you're like, oh, your stuff's not really titled right. Right. Exactly. I mean, no, we we do talk about that if appropriate. And, it, you know, always obviously leave it up to the clients um, to decide. But that is something that, you know, as a suggestion or a potential suggestion, um, you know, depending on the assets. And, you know, it really just depends on the individual situation. There's I was going to say, like, what if he comes in? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're living in his Neil's house here in this case study. So like, right. he may have come in with significant assets. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I so, mean, granted, like Claire's the new wife and they're, they would seem to have a happy family. But, you know, I'm sure the ex-wife's looking at her like a gold digger, you know. Well, maybe. And, you know, the fact that, you know, it's like, OK, what if, you know, they never look at that and, you know, he passes away. Everything's left to his new wife and she gets remarried and completely, you know, and I'm, I'm not saying oh, that yeah. Claire. Would be, yeah, exactly. And I'm not saying Claire would purposely. But, you know, things change over time and she could get remarried and all of a sudden these assets that could have been to the heirs of everyone is mm-hmm. being redirected somewhere else. Exactly. So, you oh, know, if she got remarried, like his older sons could be completely forgotten. Yeah. It just, it's really, it makes it more clear if it's written, mm-hmm. just, you know, because there could be just a lot now, of family arguing too. Do you also work in conjunction with a, an estate planning attorney at that point when yes. you're working with absolutely okay absolutely you absolutely want an attorney involved to structure things well they do but i mean do you go in and be like okay so this is how we've got things set up and yes do i need to change any of this you know absolutely okay all right so it's a good 
you know, and I typically, you know, what Julie and I, Juliana and I do is we, we typically, you know, get the balance sheet, get the wishes. And then we talked with, you know, have a meeting with the state planning attorney and the client okay. and say, here's how everything's titled. Here's kind of what they want. We mm-hmm. kind of, we ran cash flow projections to show that it works for the surviving spouse either way, um, potentially. And, you know, then they help to structure the documents, the beneficiaries, things like that, and implement the plan that we're proposing okay. to the attorney okay i like that that's a lot of good background work that needs to be done right so it's not just and and it's so it's really not just run into an attorney and get a will well because sometimes you know there's so many times where individuals come in they're like i have a will everything's fine but it's everything's in a retirement account and so Mm -hmm. you know when an attorney usually asks how they're titled but not always and then so just understanding how the assets are and are you leaving enough to your surviving spouse in trust or whatever Mm -hmm. so that they you know can last their lifetime if that's your intent yeah. And Especially if you're doing those wills online, you know, if you're not even looking at an attorney, oh, yeah. they're not asking those questions. So I not think that's another thing to think about as well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we all know that retirement assets pass without the will, right? You you more often than not have uh, deemed a beneficiary and right. in, the, in the 401k or whatever it might be, and it goes right to uh, that uh, and hopefully not the ex-wife. Yeah, and guess what? <laughs> Unlike go. a will, a will, and I'm not an attorney, but in a will, you know, if you're divorced, then it treats the spouse as if they passed away, but a beneficiary does not. So mm-hmm. in front of an IRA, life insurance, 401, if you have named your ex-spouse, your ex-spouse will get those assets, yeah. even if you are divorced. Again, update, update, mm. update. You, exactly. you Life make changes sure. make, you know, you got to kind of revisit everything at that Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Yep. So, all right, coming up next, we've got some listener questions. Um, is the difference between passive and active investing? And we're going to also talk cryptocurrencies. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.